and welcome back to Long Story Short. We are Jade, Stevie and I'm Elle. Three childhood best friends who will be discussing everything life has to throw at us and all the lessons we learn in between. You're guaranteed completely honest, unfiltered opinions and a few laughs along the way. Oh, and just a warning, no story will ever be short. If you enjoy this episode, you can click follow and subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to give us a five-star review. Yeah. Haven't <laughs> that for a while, haven't we? I know. It is actually so important because it does help us climb the rankings a it little does. bit, which allows more people to come and listen to the podcast. So if you are enjoying it, just drop us a little... Review. It's 2023, a bit of New Year cheer. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I Give out that. some love. <laughs> also, <laughs> a lot of people, they're going to be working from home in January, so you've got time. Exactly. Just slide your little phone up onto well, your Well, it does literally take seconds. 40 odd episodes to go through at this point, so <laughs> you're full of entertainment for the month. Give us a nice little review. Absolutely. So what have you been up to this week, girls? Oh, well, I've gone back to the gym. Yes. yes. So I'm back to the gym. Um, it's crazy. I Christmas was bonkers, and I've spent a few weeks not meditating, not doing the daily like self care. Check just checking in on with myself, not eating very well, drinking alcohol excessively when I don't really need to be doing that, and then working a lot. Yeah. And it was a real cocktail for disaster. And my body was just absolutely exhausted. So I've gone back to the gym, exercising, that feels much better. That is a victory for January. Yeah, let's go on I'll leave it at that. I'm still getting messages from my gym being like, we miss you. And it's like, I don't miss you. <laughs> this is unrequited love. I don't miss you. I don't know when I'm going to see you again. I actually had this, like, not an awful thought because that's way too dramatic, but I thought I should just cancel it, really. You should. But, oh, Stevie. Listen, she's but just wasting money. I've been to a really good routine, and also I feel like the rates will just go up now, so I, I, I just feel like it'll be expensive to go back, and I will get back into a routine because I was good at it. I was like, I really got into a good routine last year, and, and you then were I just fell enjoying out of it. it. I was enjoying it. I loved yeah. it. I didn't love it while I was there, but I loved the routine of going, doing it, coming back, and being like, I've, I've done been. that whole thing in an hour, and now I can get on with my day, or you know, end of the day, or whatever it was. So I enjoyed that. But oh, girls, I just fucking hate exercising. <laughs> Do I'm, you? With yeah. a passion, I'm, I love a walk. So I will go for a big long walk most days, and that's I'm happy with that. Yeah, see, but my heart's not. I've got healthy. to the point where I'm not even going to lie to myself. <laughs> I'm not going to waste any more money on joining yeah. gyms that I know I'm going to attend for two weeks and then never go back again. I just hate the gym. I would be better. I don't even enjoy exercise classes. I'm like, yeah, I need a walk. Yeah. A nice long walk. I love classes. Listen, girls, I had, <laughs> my goal is no belly before barley. Yeah, I can. I am, I'm, and then I, to avoid barley belly. Yes, <laughs> no, it's I am, will go into barley in March, so it is a battle for a six pack. That's what I want. I want a visible six pack that I haven't had to draw on with fake tan. Do you know that all through 2022, yeah, I had countdowns for my holidays of being like, right. <laughs> I've got eight weeks until I go away. I'm going to be healthy because then that means I don't need to be too healthy. Like I can just be like a good level of healthy to be the way I want to be when I go on holiday. Never. Didn't work for any no. of them. Really? Yeah. Well, but more, I think more than anything, I've put a goal in my head to 
be fit, healthy, and have at least a couple of packs on show. If I can, like more than anything, it's a goal that I've set in my head, and I'm like, so Jade, do you have the willpower? Go on, you've got this. It's a test test of myself, and if... Yeah, not no excuses. Fuck off, no excuses. I'm not good gonna, for you. I was just about to say, if I get there, great. If I don't, no, bollocks. I have got to get there. If I don't get there, I won't beat myself up, but I will be reminded that I couldn't yeah. get there yeah. by the fact that I can only see a pack. Just one a pack. pack. A pack. Just one pack. Just the one singular no, pack. No, I'm looking minimum four. Oh. Minimum four pack. I want four packs visible. Yes, I girl. girl. It's ridiculous. It's more than I anything. Mean, it's high. Isn't it funny? <laughs> yeah. I just... Growing up, I like I hated like to me six packs. Growing up was masculine. Like it wasn't something that I ever aimed for. And now like women want six packs, don't they? They want that muscle definition. Isn't it weird how body standards change? Yeah, over time. So true. It's crazy. <laughs> and More they... than anything, I just want to feel strong yeah. and fit. And I guess I presume maybe I'm 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 combining the idea of strong and fit and healthy with visibility of muscle definition. Yeah. And quite frankly, I think that is true. I think if you are fit and healthy, obviously not on the roids, but if you are fit and healthy and you are pushing and motivate, like I just enjoy exercise. Good. I enjoy yeah. seeing the change. I enjoy seeing the definition come when it does and I enjoy it. I'm not obsessed with it. It doesn't mean that it interferes with my diet so that I'm not eating anything at all. I remember pre-Christmas, I was, well, pre-birthday, I was a bit adamant to be oh like, God, right, I must yeah. drop this amount of money, uh, money, well, I dropped money, but this amount of weight and stuff like that, which is fine. Like, what I'm thinking is I don't want to be silly with it. I just want yeah. slow progression. Got into your life as well. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't yeah. stop me. I'm not out of control, like, oh, my God, making myself unwell to lose weight. I just want to see if I can yeah. do it. It's a challenge. Yeah. The thing yeah, is, as well, myself. I think that shows mental strength. So physical yeah. strength is that you'll get your six-pack or whatever you want. And then the mental strength is making sure you get there. Yeah. yeah. With my scoliosis, it's really important to exercise and uh, I don't know why I was watching like some videos recently, um, and it just reminded me like how important it is for me to make sure I keep on top of that. My nan always used to say it to me: "Look after your body, darling. Look at all oh, mine. You know, don't get old. Look after your body. All of that." I know I'm nowhere near like middle age or anything, but uh, at the same time, I but do we have moved up a quiz oh. bracket. <gasps> yes, we have on the age range. I'm oh. oh. I nearly cried. Hang on, what is that? It's not 30 to 50, it is it? It was 25 to 29, the one that I did. Sorry. 30 to what 34. What are you talking about? You know when you have you to answer you, a quiz yeah. or a questionnaire or anything and you have to pick your age and you have to tick what, what box your age falls into? Yeah. Now that we're 30, we have to tick an extra box. Don't, because now I can feel myself panicking about being 30 when I was fine turning 30 and, and the months after. Now you're panicking? Well, no, like when you say like, oh, we've gone up an age bracket, I'm like, oh, I still want to be, I want to be young. in theatre land, anything above 25, they write you off. <laughs> <laughs> they literally do. Yeah. I've battled this since 25. Now, what I mean is, Lots of theatres will have like schemes and programs and things like that where like they'll offer it to 25s and unders. Well, there's been That's this crazy. ongoing battle for the last few years to be like, oh, so after 25, we are, we, it's yeah. like all hell, all like all hopes lost. Yeah. Uh, so there's been this ongoing, obviously, discussion in, in theatre land of being like, open up your projects to people over 25, people come into the industry at any age, like, yeah. and people like are, are new to the industry. 
over 25 as well it's just like there's such a, a dedication to helping people under 25 25 and under free tickets 25 and under programs 25 and under new to the industry blah 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 seminar and it's like fuck off <laughs> i'm still in the industry you won't go in fact i'm, in I'm prime, paying actually. you because i'm the one who buys fucking theater tickets yeah. i'm Ooh. paying for all the under 25 yeah. yeah. well, what about when um x factor or pop <gasps> idol used don't, to be don't. the overs wasn't that 25 <gasps> Yeah, I don't know if you're the same, but everyone that I know in their 30s, like when I, it was my birthday, everyone was like, the best is yet to come. These are your best years ahead. Yeah. So I feel like, why do we write people off when they hit 30? When actually, all of the of best us. years, We're I think feisty. that's what it is. We're ready to take on the world because we ain't taking no bullshit no there more. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 well. That does actually bring us on to what our topic of the day yes. is. So we are talking about things that we would tell our younger selves. Um, and we've had a couple of dilemmas come in and it's really made us reflect, think back, resonate. Resonate? Yeah. Is that the word? Resonate? Yeah. Yeah. Reminisce? Reminisce. What? Reminisce. 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 what you're going to say after, to be honest, <laughs> but we're going to pick you up and say you're right anyway. <laughs> Forever my hype, girls. Reminisce was the one I was after. Reminisce. Looking back on things that we would tell our younger selves. However... Before we get there. Stevie's word of the week. I actually completely forgot about it this week. Did you? Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, Steve. I'm not. (laughs) Okay, so this week the word is axismus. All one word, even though I've pronounced it like it's two because I'm struggling with the pronunciation. It sounds like a skin condition. (laughs) It does. So, oh, I've got a nasty case of exismus. All moment. I can think of is Atticus from um, To Kill a Mockingbird. Exismus. Oh. <gasps> Girls, Atticus. I bought to kill, a bo- to kill a Mockingbird even for Jamaica. I started, I was, oh yeah, Atticus. I literally got like 10 pages in and I thought, I don't know if I can do it. What? It's like one of my favourite books. I think I because I was it. on the beach, I wanted an easy it's read. It's not a beach no. book. No, it's not a beach read, yeah. I need to, maybe I need to be cosy in here. Yeah. Fire winter vibes on, yeah exactly. this is winter vibes okay yeah. fine fine okay perfect stick with it you're gonna love okay. it okay okay is this with um lenny and george no that is of mice and men oh. <laughs> well our younger selves did read to kill a mockingbird no, no, we did i don't remember that either but we definitely didn't do no, it to kill a mockingbird. No, so i didn't do it at school but i know some people did but yeah, yeah mice and men was at school yeah, yeah that was and great. um lord of the flies Girls, how do you remember what these books are they about? Because they were fucked up. Yeah, fucked I don't up. know what don't they make you read it. at school. Yeah, Exismus. Let's come back Exismus. to it. Exismus. Sorry. Exismus. You're right. It does sound like a skin condition. I, I've got nothing but skin condition, so I'm going to go with that. I am getting Sweden. I am getting Ooh. snow, steam. <laughs> I am getting Stevie. I like that you're looking at me as if I am correct. I am getting, like, it's a... It's a device that you smoke <laughs> fish in. Right. It's like a it's a method for smoking meat. Okay. No, it's not. 
It's a form of irony in which a person feigns indifference to pretend to refuse something that they actually desire. For example, I couldn't possibly accept. Oh. Interesting. Who on earth uses the term a schismus, though? I have no idea. Excuse me, I don't like the tone of your existmus that you're giving me right now. Oh, what an existmus comment that was. (laughs) Oh, I couldn't possibly. Oh, excuse your (laughs) existmus. Like, no one does that. They do. They do if they have so much money that they have I was going to say I reckon people in Chelsea might pull out that card sometimes Uh, so I do actually have an example for you give it to us this is a very long example I do hope you realise how ridiculous you look up there we can all see right through your pathetic attempts at exismus Jesus wow yeah they're really sick of it aren't they yeah I just realised I actually hate exismus it's one of my biggest things (gasps) It's oh. one of them. I've just realised because what I don't like is when people insinuate they want something without telling me and they go, oh, you're, oh those ships look really nice. That makes me go, mm, yeah, they are. They are. Yeah. It pisses me off. I think, just tell me what you want. Or you communicate say, do you want a chip? No, no, no. Oh, no. They're yours. possibly. Couldn't yeah, they're possibly. yours. No, oh, no. no. Oh, no, I didn't mean that. But if they're going, yeah. uh, just they're tell me what you going. want. Yeah. Hate, I hate that. I actually hate that. One of my... The more you play silly buggers, the more I think, well, fuck you then. You can't communicate properly. You can't have a bleeding chip. There you go. Existmus. Tell Jade exactly what you want when exactly. you want it. Tell me what you want when <laughs> you want it. She'll give it to you. What you really, really want. Tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I want it. I want it. I want it. I really, 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 really want I really want a chip. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, Steve. Existmus. Thanks, Steve. Yeah. Going straight into one of the questions. So we have, hey, lovely girls, you answered one of my questions months ago about friendships. And I wanted to let you know that I've now had my little baby girl. She's three weeks old and absolutely perfect. Having a little girl has made me think back to when I was younger and all the things I wish I knew then that I know now. So it got me thinking, what would you tell your younger selves? And if you could change anything, what would you change? Do you know what? I think this is such a lovely... um, bit of reflection yeah because it's that age-old saying of like you get um what is it like old and wise yeah and i don't think any of us are wise but i think the things Speak that we for yourself to say. <laughs> I say the bloody same thing <laughs> no we're doing this podcast that gives advice steve we're definitely a mental wise no but do you know what I mean with time you get experience and like you just different things matter to you girls I am a grandma in a young person's yeah, you body are, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. have I, I wouldn't necessarily say that I have wisdom beyond my years but I'm definitely an old fucking woman inside if that counts for anything oh dear oh, we're not quite at like Dumbledore levels of wisdom I'm gonna say well no. you know I do use these quotes you do often. use yes you do <laughs> unbeknownst to myself I quote Dumbledore thinking that I've quoted fucking Gandhi <laughs> and it turns yeah. out I was like no no definitely no, Dumbledore no, said that to Neville Longbottom yeah <laughs> exactly I don't even think you're allowed to use Dumbledore quotes considering you still don't know the ending of Harry Potter oh yeah you're so right there uh, yeah. well I accidentally saw it did you <gasps> yes my gadget on in the background. I was Hang on, you accidentally saw two and a half hours. No, no, no. I saw the last five minutes. Right. Oh, you don't Because I got ready. 
You know well, I think. Well, they, I tell you what, they're all shagging each other by the end. <laughs> that's what I do know. Of course, that's what you took from the end of Harry Potter. Well, I'm very, I'm very disappointed that I haven't seen the full episode, but I was furious. Oh. I was getting ready for work. Michael had it on in the background, and as I turned around, I was like, what's that? Who's that? That looks like Harry Potter. <gasps> And oh. it all came crumbling down. It's furious. It's one of those. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, Christmas wow. So Advice for our younger selves. Yeah, what would you tell your younger selves? <sighs> Do you know what I would say? Everything will be okay. Yeah. And it's really hard. I know it's such a simple, simple, simple sentence. But if I look back and think of all the things that I worried about now, I can hardly remember any of them. And it always worked out okay. Mm, and yeah. now, going forward, what I tell myself is, will this be resolved next week? If it will, then I then focus on how I will feel when it's resolved. So then I'm almost like, by next Friday, this is all going to be dealt with. And you will not be stressing about it. And do you know what? It's not that long till next Friday. Yeah. Like, just stupid things like that. I just think you learn how to deal with things a lot better. Yeah. yeah. I think there's a few different, like, points you can have on this. Like, I think there's a situation that, like, let's say you can have relationships that you see that change or that... Uh, uh, I think as a... When I was young, I was so, like planning ahead I had like the years planned ahead I had like job prospects planned ahead I had all of these ideas these goals this route that I thought was going to plan out for me and then you naturally just go along and then sometimes you do you know what I would tell myself to reflect more often Mm. I think I spent a lot of years aimless not aimlessly very mindfully and goalfully working with goals and plans and things in my head but what I didn't do was and I and I, I basically worked to the bone and didn't allow myself some to, time to stop and reflect and evaluate what was working what wasn't working that's both on a um, relationship basis on a work basis on a, like on everything I didn't stop and reflect enough and go well this isn't working so stop putting effort and time into it and and transfer that energy into something else that is working that could be have a little boost of the energy that you're putting in this field or this person so I definitely think that's something that I would um uh tell my younger self is to kind of like stop reflect reevaluate figure out whether things are making you happy working progressing you or holding you back and then see where you can transfer the energy that you spend on those things that aren't working elsewhere that's definitely something i've been thinking about recently because i didn't i didn't reflect enough and i spent many many years in either wrong relationships putting energy into people that didn't respect or love me as much as i did them and then also putting in uh loads of time and effort into jobs and career paths that were not making me happy they were just making me money and overall my time was always going to be more important so uh, yeah, reflect more yeah. often and uh, reevaluate and change things. You you have the powers. Change. The only thing that blocks you is you. Yeah, yeah. it's always the way. Yeah. When you think like nine out of ten times, I'll be like, right, okay. So what's the why of that? Why hasn't that happened? Or why is why is this happening? Blah, 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 blah. And then I'll get down to it. I'm like, oh, you doubted you. Oh, you didn't trust the situation. Oh, you refrained from or doing. You that. didn't go for it. Yeah, yeah. You, you didn't put a hundred percent in. You put self doubt in front of your vision, and yeah. and it and it blocked you. Um, but it's only by doing mindful practice and like 
just even like journaling and free writing that you blurt it out on the page but I think we spend so many especially in our 20s compressing stuff and pushing it down and that's okay that's okay that's okay and I'll, I'll deal with that later I'll deal with that later that I think I don't know I was a nervous wreck halfway through my 20s all the way through my 20s I was so concerned about everything and everyone around me I did not look after little Jade at all and um, and it all it all bubbled up until I actually spent like a good like all of last last year yeah. reflecting on that, and it's an ongoing thing. But yeah, reflection is probably my thing. Stop, reflect, yeah. reevaluate, change what's not happening or working, and it's okay to change your mind. It's interesting when you say it's when you say it's an ongoing thing because when I was in my like big blogging phase when I was writing all the time I did this post that was like a letter to my 16 year old self when I was 23 and I wrote it all out and it was like therapy it was so cathartic and then I didn't post it and then at 24 I changed like you're now 24 and then I was 25 and then I was 26 and then I was 27 and the last it was was 28 and I haven't ever changed it since and I and after a few years but it it kept having to change because my life was changing so much that I was like oh, you're now going to go through more heartbreaks and you're, you're going to be fine again or now you're really happy and now you're heartbroken. And like It just kept changing. And now I feel like what I would tell myself will always change as I go through life. But I think when I think back to like primary school me, like when we were at school, I would just be like, I was so insecure. I'd just be like, literally embrace it all because one day you're gonna love yourself and that sounds so self-indulgent but one day you are gonna love who you are at the moment you're getting terrorized for having huge lips that's gonna be your favorite thing about you when you're older you feel tall and lanky you're gonna love your height like everything that I hated about myself and hated looking in the mirror I really love now and I would never have believed that and you know like I don't know I would just also, if I was talking to my younger self, I'd be like, enjoy it, because you're going to go through fucking hell. You yeah. are going to have years in hospital, years of hell, but you're like, you're going to be absolutely fine. And I feel like it's, I feel like actually I'd really love to go back and talk to myself. Oh my God, I'd love to give little me a hug. Yeah, I'd love to give me a hug, because now I know, you know, like, um, hindsight's a wonderful thing, but now I know I'll always be okay. I will always be okay. I know now that I'm strong enough to get through anything, but I didn't back then. And when I was going through every little thing, I wish I'd have just, when I felt like it was all too much, like I didn't know that so much worse was to come. I would just be like, you're going to be fine. Mm. Everything's going to be okay. And what's the other, oh, um, off of the back of what you were saying, Steve, I saw this quote once. It was like, if, it, if it's not going to matter in five years, don't spend more than five minutes on it. So I always try and really like have perspective which I think has really come in time especially over the last two years is this a big deal no it's not really mm. and it's, it's changed me yeah. as a person I'm more blunt than I used to be I'm way more assertive because I don't have time to waste anymore um I still would like to think I've kept all the nice parts of it but I'm definitely yeah. way more I think you ain't got time to waste it, have you we like, got time to waste exactly no time to waste. but I think it also comes with knowing yourself a lot better yeah. like there's something liberating now when i say no to things because yes, we were talking about worried. this before you came yeah, yeah this, this is the thing i'm not worried about being like i'm not worried about missing out i'm not worried that i won't be there for whatever happens if i don't want to do it i'm not doing it and i'm so happy to not be doing it because i know that if i'd have said yes i wouldn't have really enjoyed it 
I'd have ended up doing something that I don't want to be doing, usually out with people that I'm not that fussed on being out with. Then I get in late, then it ruins me for the rest of the week. But there's something liberating being like, no, yeah. thank you for the offer. Yeah, yeah. Can't make it. Do you know what I mean? And we I think, literally said exactly this Bizarre, earlier. isn't it? But yeah. I think when you're young, you're so concerned with being in the in crowd, mm-hmm. doing the in thing. Social media adds yeah. to that massively. Yeah, God, it's about yeah. getting the picture. It's about getting yeah. the gram, the stories, the all of that. It's it's That's definitely... God, the pressure, girls. When you're younger, the pressure to like go out, be seen. Like, I remember we'd go out in the... Well, I would go out in the freezing fucking cold in like in a t shirt and jeans and up boots and whatever, and I'd be down like the fucking out in the parks with my mates and stuff like that. And like you'd even feel bloody, I'd be freezing. My nan would say, Oh, be careful, don't sit on walls, you get piles. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, the lengths you go to to be out and be with people because like. It's like FOMO, I guess, is the thing, yeah, isn't yeah. it? When you get older, you're like, actually, don't, don't exist anymore. anymore when you get older, does it? Because you're like, I couldn't give a shit. I'd no. rather be at home. I want to be watching Greys with my lights on everywhere. Like, I want to feel cosy. <laughs> she says, so. literally putting on a big fleece. Yeah. <laughs> but how do you get to that point? Like, coming back to what you said, Elle, about yeah. like loving your height now, loving your lips. Like, how Please. did you get to that point? Like, is it just an age thing where you become yeah. more comfortable in yourself? Yeah. yeah. I really think... I think with so much... Like, I, I guess I spoke a lot about the physical, but, yeah, just... I think with everything in life, things really change. And also, like we were saying earlier, beauty standards change. So, and um, there's a girl online that does stuff, and, and it was more about bodies, but it was just showing how different... And bodies are never a trend, and it's really fucking annoying when people try and make it like that. But it was showing the different body trends i'm using quotation marks just to emphasize that on the podcast and it's like yeah it's mad like so many things will come in and out of trend like you're you're all you're going to be in favor at some point but yeah growing up i think that this wasn't even a thing just to my younger self i remember still when i was blogging i remember discovering rosie huntington whiteley and thinking oh my god she's got big lips and i felt like and angelina jolie and i was like amazing like wow maybe it's not so weird because to me it was the thing that I was like called at picked on people questioned my race over it because of lips and and different um facial features and my hair because it was frizzy no my hair's just a frizzy mess um so I had a lot of that growing up where I felt really awkward and gangly and I I felt fucking minging but I also didn't care because I was clever and I played football so I, I said something to like my mum that really like upset her a little while ago and I was like it never bothered me that I was ugly because I didn't need to be pretty because I was I was the footballer footballers don't need to be pretty that's how I saw myself I never ever felt attractive I remember being 17 when I discovered makeup I start well my hair I'd been straightening my hair for ages but and I started like getting more girly and one of my brother's friends noticed me and then it all started trickling in from there and I was like wow like I didn't even think it was possible for people to find me attractive. That sounds really sad. I wasn't sad about it because I, I just felt so good that I played football and that I had all these other things. So it didn't bother me. But yeah, the height thing, I, you know what actually happened for me? I was scouted by a, a couple of different modeling agencies and uh, like, I can't remember what her role was now. And that was because I was tall and skinny. And I was 17 and I was like, oh yeah, like... This is a whole other world. And actually, it was really weird because I went into um, an agency and this man literally stood up and he was like, what did he say? Because I, I used to have this like, down for a pat. He was like, you're too short for catwalk. 
Um, you're too skinny for commercial, you're too pretty for editorial, and you're too this for something else. So you don't really fit anywhere. And also, like, you're young, which is great, but, like, go away and live your life. And also, it was just, it was really interesting because he was like, you you could do any one of these things, but you're not quite enough of any of those things. And it didn't bother me because I was just, like, clutching onto straws and I didn't see my, I was so insecure anyway, I didn't see myself as pretty. I was like, I don't know what I'm fucking doing here. But, but at the time, I hadn't, I hadn't been in school for two years and I was ill, so I didn't have any other job prospects. So I was like, right, I'm going to be a model, which is so funny to even say now. But that was it. So, yeah, again, like, my height was all of a sudden this amazing thing. And actually, oh, my God, girls, I haven't told you this. So when I had my um, pre-assessment, I got weighed, which I like, didn't ask about, and um, I got measured. Turns out I've been saying I'm 5'8 all this time. I'm 5'7". <gasps> I have been telling fraud. You're like them boys on dating I am. I am. And I was gutted. And my mum was like, "Must be wrong. Must be wrong." She's been five eight your whole life. And I honestly, I don't know whether it was Is a that thing. You're shrinking. I might be fucking shrinking. I'm livid. All this time, all that time as a kid, I wanted to be shorter. I was desperate. I wanted to be tiny. Now I'm like, don't you dare, don't you dare. My height is my power. I love being tall. I love having that frame. Like. So yeah, I'm smaller than I thought I was, but it's so weird. So I think age and embracing different things and, you know, fucking honestly, and this is going to be controversial, but thank God for Kylie Jenner, because when she come along and her big lips were a big thing, that's when it became like acceptable and it was almost like a... Well, it was a trend, wasn't it? Yeah, Everyone it was a trend. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Um, and people are paying good money now for what yeah, you got. Absolutely. But um, but yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Like, but obviously, apart from the sort of physical aspect, what goes on emotionally and all the things to come is obviously way more important. But yeah, that is that's what I'd tell. You Little just, well. Yeah, you just reminded good. me of um, of being younger and like getting into like a social life outside of school and meshing with people and buying bottles of Lamborghini and going and having a drink underage and stuff like that. Sorry, mum, if you're listening. <laughs> um, I I would I wish things that I wish I would have done differently or known as a youngster would I I would have. I would have been like, God, stay away from boys and for a little bit longer, focus on what you want. Like, I think a a big thing for me is like, don't forget to play. Don't forget to be young. Don't forget to play. I had an older, I've got, I had, I have an older sister and I was always brought up around older people and adults and I kind of grew up quite quickly and I knew a lot about the world quite quickly. I used to learn everything from you. Yeah. (laughs) And also you fell into that like popular group of the area, which was probably like sort of great fun at the time, but actually probably quite detrimental because you're constantly fighting to be in this in crowd. Girls, I was in the pubs at 13. I was in the pubs mingling with like 19, 20 year olds at 13. I was young going into the pub. It wasn't like, that but I we were yeah like you say like I was I was hanging around with like the people around the area like the popular kind of people around the yeah. area and I kind of I already was really mature and I you know I was ahead of ahead of my time in that sense but I remember getting to an age and I remember stepping away from that group and refraining and and I didn't know how to articulate to those those girls at the time who I really loved and adored and still speak to some of them now. 
but I just stepped away from them and stopped kind of like going out because I didn't know how to handle it. Yeah. All I needed to say with that too then was, I'm not ready to grow up this quickly, and you are. Yeah. And I didn't know. Well, they probably weren't. No. And they're probably all fighting to be this like. And it's weird because they're all like most of them are separated in the sense of like that some of them still hang around together some of them don't like some of them see each other we still all connect on social media but they were all growing up a little bit too quickly for me and I'd already felt like I wasn't ready for that and I really wanted to kind of be young still yeah so I kind of stepped away from that massive group of friends and I remember being told by um like later on by a boyfriend he was like (laughs) he was like how I like he's like it's really weird though, isn't it? Like you've you really like you really did yourself a disservice by coming away from that group of people. Oh like my God. you've kind of gone from the most popular people in town to kind of like nobodies. <gasps> and I remember him saying that and I was like I didn't I didn't lose those friends or like purposely do like I, you know I still kept in contact with them I just had to distance I couldn't explain that to him he would never have no. understood but and that's such a young mentality because yeah. when I think back to it now and I think about those groups of people so someone not necessarily in your group a bit, I think like a year or so older said to my brother like I actually really like you but like you're not a, a popular enough name like you're not no. a big enough name and it's like who are you now? You literally do nothing. Nobody knows who you are. When you actually get in the adult world, in fact, half of your lot like follow me on Instagram and you literally didn't look at me twice when I was younger and like the geeky kid. Like it's when, and that's another thing that I would love to say to my young self, like no one gives a shit who you are now. But at some point, for whatever reason, like, those people that pick on you, that do all of those things, they're going to be the ones crawling back in a year's time asking yeah. you for Girls, a favour. I was the stalking odd, you from afar. I was stalking you from afar. I was the oddball. I was the oddball. Like, I was the one. I was the granny of the group. I used to come out with, like, I remember playing a T-Pain song on a bus when we was on our way to go and buy a bottle of Lambrini on the 381. I remember it. Tell me it was Sprung. I loved that it song. Was, <laughs> it was. I'm a Sprung, but you know the introduction is choral. Like, it's soul music. You know oh, I fucking yeah, love soul yeah, music. Yeah, yeah. Girls, I played. I honestly got laughed off the bus by a crowd of people that I was with. They was like, what the fuck? Like, you know, it was like the straw that broke the camel's back. They was yeah. like, Jade is odd. And I felt like I didn't... I never felt it like I fit in because I always felt like I was like, my interests are different. My, my like, you know, I was... That is so bizarre as well. And then... The and then crap, like, looking in, it would never have been girls, like that. Within, nah. within a week, the same people that laughed me off the bus all had I'm Sprung playing from their Walkmans as we're walking down the road. I was like... You guys slagged me off for this song yeah. last week, and they're like, "Oh yeah, you know," but it sounded really odd when you played it. Like we didn't know it was this, and I'm like, "I don't know." It just, I, I didn't quite fit in, and I didn't know how to say that to people that I did really like, but just never understood me. Yeah. So I stepped back. So I think something that I'd say to my younger self was, "Don't worry about fitting in. Yeah, Fuck yeah, yeah, fitting yeah. in. God, Be yeah. the odd one out. And yeah. if you're the odd one out, and people don't respect you, they're not your, they're not yeah. your pack. Like find your pack." Yeah. yeah. Do you know what? I got to a point when I was like 23, 24, and I, the people that I found really cool were the people that most people wouldn't find cool. It was everyone, like, there was this blogger, and she dressed really differently, like, quite preppy. It wasn't my style, but she owned it so much. And I thought she was the coolest person because she was a bit odd, but she completely owned it, and she was so herself. And that's when things really started to, tr- uh, to change for me. It wasn't the classic cool girls. It was these mm. people that, like, just was so like intrinsically that's not even the right word but so themselves and yeah. I was like wow so confident in it, it. Yeah. the way they wear yeah. it the exactly. way they're committed to it yeah. do you know what this is a really bizarre link to make but 
Has anyone seen Wednesday on Netflix? I've no. started it. It's it is so good. Unbelievable. Is it? really it's good. not really and my thing on the outside, but shall I watch you it anyway? You need to watch okay. it because this is exactly what it is. And I would show my younger child that because she is so different, but... She still manages to make friends. She's yeah. so blunt. She ain't changing what she thinks for no one. And yet, in a weird way, she still fits in. And I think that is just how I see life. Yeah. Doesn't matter how different you are. Doesn't matter how much you change yourself to try and fit in. When you are being truly yourself, yeah. you still end up making these friends, making these connections, these relationships, and you will be a lot happier for it mm, because sure. you're being you. You're not like acting or yeah. being fake yeah. or anything yeah. like that. It's true. I definitely felt like I was putting like in school, I was one person outside of school. I felt like I was another person. Like I had this social life. I had boys come into the mix. I went to an all we went to an all girls yeah. school, so I we never had that. Just did that. We, oh, Maybe the biggest right. blessing! The biggest blessing! I did <gasps> not, mate. I did not need the distraction of boys in a classroom. But I think that as made well some as of our girls worse because as soon as they stepped outside of the school, it was like penis, like yeah. literally like, <laughs> men, boys. Well, not men, but boys, boys. Yeah, yeah. I felt like all girls would talk about was, was boys. Was yeah, boys. but whereas I'm in school, I'm like, but yeah, I'm in, right, I'm in piano lessons, I'm in chamber choir. I'm <laughs> the only white girl in the gospel choir i mean yeah. like do you know what i mean i'm in zumba yeah. class not zumba yeah zumba, I meant to say. like i you know i'm in drama classes whatever like yeah. i was someone different I, th- I felt like in the um in school and then i had this other personality to live up to outside mm. so i definitely say to myself like forget about boys socializing being a cool part like i don't know like yeah. i just think I also have, like, regrets thinking if I'd have just knuckled down. I'd done really well at school, but if I'd have just knuckled down um, a little bit more or maybe, like, found... I had a few opportunities that were, like, drip-fed to me and I never quite committed to them because my social life impacted on that. So I think I'd wish I'd... I think you have to go through that, don't you? Yeah, do you know what? It it made me the person that I am. I, I, like, it's... All of the life experience that I've had, and all of the, all of the, you know, they're all great. It's all growing yeah, opportunities, definitely. isn't it? And um, uh, yeah, but I just, uh, I think I'd, I'd like. It's do you know, it's interesting is that I see Gracie, Michael's daughter, and I see her growing up, and she's a young girl, and I fucking love being around her and the girls. And she comes around for sleepovers sometimes with um, with her mates. And I just love listening to yeah, like their I, boy yeah, trouble and yeah. all of this because it makes me real. I'm like, oh my god! And uh, it takes me back, and I, all of a sudden I'm like young Jade, and I'm like, so this is what I done, blah blah blah, blah. Yeah. or like, <laughs> like so you tell her, and he uh, oh oh, like not not even in the gossipy way, but I get really yeah, like because I, I can't even remember being that age, so I'd love to listen yeah, in yeah. and hear. It's wild it's like. because I'm like, oh my god! Like, I don't know if I'd be able to like pull myself together though because I think I would find it funny because. I, I don't mean this in a mean way. When you're that age, your life yeah. revolves around what is Friends, going on yeah. Yeah. In, in that moment of time. You've got yeah. no perspective. You don't realise that in six months' time, the girl that you've had an argument with, you're going to be best friends yeah. with again. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So I think I'd just have to sit there and be like, oh, God, here we go. Yeah. It's su- but it's such a... Tum- it's such a um, what's the word? Tumultuous? Oh, I don't tumultuous? Know. Tumultuous? Whatever that... What does that mean? 
It means like really up and down. Yeah, it's that. Yeah. It's a really tumultuous time because your body is betraying you because it keeps changing. Yes. Your yes. hormones yeah. are going awry and, and, and you just feel really betrayed by yourself. So yeah. all you have to do is put all your defences up and you become catty and critical and all of these things. And it's so hard. For, it's easy for us to say like in hindsight don't worry, like, just, like, be all of these things. But I think um, for any young girls listening, we're talking about stuff that you're probably going to be like, oh, yeah, but it's really important. Like, blood blood isn't always thicker than water. I, do you know what I love? When I run my youth theatre sessions, I do a, um, a would you rather. So we do a, a series of would you rathers to get them into the space. And they're, they're a group of young people. Anyway, not to disclose too much, but they... Um, come into the room and we chuck out a few would you rathers and I love the debate in the room because mm. people would chuck out like silly ones like would you rather hands his feet and feet his hands and I love to hear the young people debate because like some of it is hilarious and funny and other things I'm like oh wow that's like really an opinion and especially from the young girls that are obviously uh, drama at school with each other sometimes they bring it into the room etc but I like I love to like sit there and study it because I'm like that was you one day like like, that you not necessarily I was always empathetic but I'm like you were the sort of person that would find yourself like backing that person over there and be like yeah you're totally right she was such a bitch for doing that and that's honestly and sometimes I'm like oh but the the idea of would you rather is not a discussion it is just merely a debate of ideas and opinions but it is not a discussion we cannot argue we cannot give advice we can only phrase what we like and it's um it's quite it's really fun I'm such a granny because I'm just (laughs) like you have to play very neutral I'm like "Mm, okay that's your opinion what's yours but um listening to young people's voices now I always think I'm like oh my god what a silly thing to say and then I go oh you would have definitely said the same thing as a youngster friendships are so important when kids are young so um I guess nurture them. The reality them, but... is as well, half the friendships, you don't even like that person. You are yeah. just friends with them because you think you're all in the same crowd so and it's, true. it's cool to be friends with them at that moment And you just time. fall, I feel like in school you just fall into a crowd and yeah. they stay your friends yeah. for the rest of, like that's, how on earth did we all become friends and our little group come together? I don't know. I don't remember meeting yous and being like, we get on really well, so we're going to be a group. And then, you know, someone comes in and we get on. I don't remember that, but it just just happened, didn't it? And before we met, we were friends, yeah. Yeah, you just go through phases of life, don't you? But people stick around, people don't. Like, And uh, I guess that's a big lesson to learn, isn't it? As a youngster, be like, friendships will come and go. Yeah. And... Um, all you need to do is just remember who you are. Remember, yeah. like what's 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 important to you. Respect yourself yeah. above everybody else, and put you first. Yeah. Um, and life has a really good way of whittling down the people that are meant to be in your life. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And my favourite saying is, you always end up where you're meant to be. And yeah. I genuinely believe that. I think that it's written in the stars or it's in some book somewhere or whatever. <laughs> but you always end up where you're meant to be. It's down to you which path you take to get yeah. there. But you'll still end up where you're meant to be. Yeah. Sliding doors. It's another yes. one. We, we have got to do a bloody We've sliding doors do episode. Ending that on uh, a funnier note, I was looking through pictures the other day. Oh, I sent you some. And girls, my tits haven't grown since I was 10. <laughs> I literally saw a picture of me at 10 years old and I was like, in fact, I think my boobs might have been bigger when I was 10. So there we go. That's what I would say. Don't get fixated on your tiny tits because they're not going to grow. So embrace them now. Literally hold them. Love, love them. Enjoy them. And yeah. Yeah. 
Oh my god. Team double A. Your body. Team <laughs> double A. They're not actually a double A, they're a, a very small B. <laughs> <laughs> With a chicken fillet. With a fillet. Oh, god. That was a roundabout why we have rambled on. Yeah. Sorry. So good for so long. Oh gosh. Okay, so the next um, dilemma that's been sent is. I have a 14-year-old boy who's just started to get into trouble a lot at school. I don't really know where it's come from, as he is from, in my opinion, a nice family and has always been taught right from wrong. He's making a lot of mistakes that both me and his dad made when we were young, getting in the wrong crowds, etc. But whenever we try to speak to him, he shuts us down immediately and rebels even more. I'm so desperate to give him the advice I would have wanted to give my younger self, but I don't want to push him away. I know none of you have kids yet, but I thought you might know some parents that have shed some wisdom. Or maybe you were the demon child when you were younger, lol. So, it's random, I know, but I'd love your thoughts. Oh. I feel like we've sort of played a lot into what we've said in yeah. the previous question as well. Yeah. I think like it's just so that thing. I remember at school for the first couple of years, I was like a ridiculously high achiever. And you know, you'd get those points for doing different things. You know, after year nine, you don't even collect them anymore. Like, I can't remember what they're called, like merits and something else. Oh, we had yeah. them in the Yeah, and like you didn't even bother. And I remember getting to year nine and I said something like a bit smart once. And I got in trouble for it, but everyone laughed and thought it was funny. And then I become like the little shit for like a matter of weeks. And then I just thought, this actually ain't cool. And I'm really glad I noticed that like sooner rather than later. But I think, and it must be awful. And as you say, like we don't have kids, but being a kid myself, I definitely went through that stage of being a little shit. And I just found my way out of it. Because also I knew that, I knew that my mum and dad would, wouldn't like how I was behaving. And I knew that, I kind of had a feeling that I'd be a bit embarrassed of myself yeah. when I was older. Like, I yeah. knew it weren't that smart The thing is, like, I think the more you try and pull a kid away from something, the more they're going to go to yeah. it. I think you are better coming at it from, like, what you've said, Elle, as in being like, oh, come on, don't let yourself down. Or, yeah. did what, did you think that was funny? For you, like you know, yeah, and, or yeah, like yeah. you know, if someone's like back chatting a teacher or something, I always used to feel more guilty when they'd say like, "That's someone's mum." Yeah, yeah. Not having a go at you for actually saying anything, but more like putting the personal element on mm. of it. Yeah, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was recently in a reflective practice session with an amazing. Um, she's a somatic therapist, but. Um, she just says Sorry, like, what, what is, is a somatic therapist? Uh, so I like, just, I could be, get this totally wrong. From my understanding, it's like somatic therapy. So she works with the body, like through therapy, therapy through the body right. as as one strand of her therapy. But she, um, anyway, we was doing like a reflective practice as part of my work with um, one of the theatres that I work with, just reflecting on, you know, running workshops with older adults can, can sometimes, you know, bring up a lot of stuff and etc. So, um, it was just about reflecting on your practice, how do you look after yourself, what are the things, blah, 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 blah. And um, something that I re- naturally studied her doing was she asked us a lot of questions and there, there was really calm questions and they were really like, okay, um, have you ever thought about that or what, what do you think about this and blah, 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 blah. And I guess what I'm trying to say is rather than my, sometimes I can get so wound up if I'm in a workshop and I'm like, well, you just be quiet, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, not that kind of person. So I yeah. don't practice that way anymore. Um, but one of the facilitators that I work with, he'll uh, he'll put it back, he'll put the onus back on the young people, be like, oh, okay, uh, like he'll, if, you know, if they're acting up or not behaving properly, I'll watch him, whatever properly means. 
but I'll watch him be like, oh, that makes me really sad that you're, you know, not giving me the space to speak and be heard and or like just kind of putting the or like you're saying putting the ominous back on them just being like i'd really like this to be an even playing playing field so i wonder whether any strategies of like yeah. you know talking on a level because you see so many people lose their rag with their young people and it's really easily done because you're frustrated and life is in the way as well um but from experience of working with young people i've definitely noticed as i've gotten older my strategy has changed because i'm like shouting over the top of them and insisting that I know right from wrong and doesn't get me anywhere. Yeah. And uh, uh, and I think it's really actually useful to try and get them on side and be like, I really want to work with you on this. I really think you're worth investing my time and effort in. Yeah. Or, yeah. like, I love you and I want you to be great. How can I help you do that? Like, yeah. it's just about finding strategies. I think, as someone who's not a parent, I have absolutely no idea if that would work. And I don't know how far along your young person is in regards to back chatting you etc well, this is what I'm thinking yeah. a 14 year old boy don't want to talk he's <laughs> yeah. probably grunting at you but then what's going on I was playing play the asking... whole like the one thing that always got to me and my brother as well thinking from a boy's point of view was the whole like I'm not upset I'm just disappointed yes. I would oh make God. it so clear that at this point you're just tired of them you're just disappointed yeah like yeah. that's not what I thought a kid of mine would act like like that would have killed me when I was younger yeah. I, I mean it's hard isn't it because we don't know and, and probably no one knows the right answer but I think you're right you don't want to push him away um anymore so and also you've been trying to give him advice and that's not working so I would take a step back now I would play the I'm not sad anymore. I'm just disappointed. Do you and know then what? I would wait for him to come to you. Yeah. Be super cool as well. Yeah. That used to irritate me. My, if my mum was like, it's your life, you make your decisions, but let me tell you, if you're living in this house, these are the rules. And yeah. Oh, like, that would have wound me up though. That In the sense of if like, my mum's definitely said to me like well you know this is what I think like and she'll pop her opinion on something and in the moment I'm just like I don't need your opinion yeah. it makes me rebel even yeah. more because yeah. I just think just leave me alone like I'm yeah. definitely I even do it in the girls as an adult as yeah, an adult when I've had I enough when I've had enough and then and then and then someone will pop their head round the round the door because I've got no bloody privacy sometimes <laughs> someone will pop their head round the door and I've quite literally ignored that they're there especially if I'm in a meeting or in the middle of work because I'm like I don't need to stress like I literally yeah. rebel as a teenager yeah. because all I want is time and space yeah so I think you're right as well in saying that but I've definitely had that strategy on me for me it didn't yeah. work for others it will yeah. it worked for you yeah yeah, but equally, I was a terrible person or child. <laughs> I'm between, sure you were not. No, seriously, between the ages of like two and nine, I was horrendous at home. I was a brat, like absolute brat. And then my mum was like from... 10 upwards I would love dream. to know what Maxine did and what your mum she just used to she I remember once I don't know what I did I was really young she actually left me in the house shut the door sat on the doorstep and said I had to count to 10 so oh, she like locked oh. me inside the house sat on the doorstep and was like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 because do you know what I was she said I was just clever so I would get her with words. Yeah. Why? Why? Oh, Why? But, but so you said, but you oh. said, but you said, and she was like, oh my God. Like, she couldn't reason with me because I always had an answer yeah. and I was so young. So you're arguing with a child. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God, girls, this is the biggest contraception ever. Yeah, isn't it just? <laughs> Uh, slight interlude because my boyfriend's just come back after being away for a long time. <laughs> Thanks for interrupting the podcast, Tom. But oh. we are back 
talking about kids. I think we left it on what a great form Contraception. of contraception. Yes, yeah. we did. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. we did. Um, yeah. Well, I think there's a few different different strategies we're giving as non-parents, but yeah. um, you've asked for it, so you're getting it. Give them space, talk on a level, ask some questions, try to think about what actually might be going on. Is there is there friendship dilemmas? Is there girl or boy or people problems, school problems? I get. I think more than anything, be the parent that somebody can come to, yeah, and be the parent that's not pushy, so that you interfere when actually you don't give them the opportunity to come to you i think there's nothing like stepping back and trusting hope especially if you say you, you feel like you know he comes from a good crowd like you're a good family and that you've a nice family sorry and you've taught him right from wrong i think sometimes there's personal stuff the kids can go through that they yeah. don't want to, to share now or ever and you just have to accept that um, definitely, and I think if you have brought him up knowing right from wrong, you just got to trust that yeah. he will put that into practice. He will have a few mistakes, like everybody does. Everyone pushes the boundaries. Everyone does things and thinks, "Oh my god, I'm not proud of that." But it'll be a one-off. Yeah, like, you kind of have to make him. You kind of have to let him make mistakes. Yeah. It's like you've done all you can do now. You've yeah. just got to make sure let just, them go away yeah. and just hope say, that he comes back to you, which yeah. I'm sure he will. Just like, you know, just be like, my priority is that you're safe. Is that are you safe? Yeah, like, are you safe? Is everything okay? And if they need to talk, yeah, anytime. anytime. If ever you need me to pick you up from anywhere, you call me. Yeah, yeah. we'll deal with it after. Yeah. yeah, that's 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 in the quieter moments when when he's being a back chatter. And a little shit. Oh yeah, he can fuck off. Then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Take his phone off him, lock him in his room. Oh, yeah, God. Give him savage. like porridge for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> I fucking love porridge. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't mind that if it was a bit of golden syrup. Oh well, I hope that helps, and I hope he comes around. Yeah. Um, he will. He's he will. just going to be time. Yeah, he will. Yeah. He's a kid. It's that time again. It's only our third go of finish that phrase, but I'm really excited about this game because it's a lot of fun. This it, is because it, you get to read it out this week. Yeah, well. that's why. <laughs> it is really fun. I actually love this. It's like a little puzzle. I love a good riddle. Anyway. Yeah. Okay, so I think you're both going to know this, but I'm going to try and do it in the most monotone voice and not give any tune away. Okay, so, it's, so it's, not, a it's a song. It's a song. It's a song. So a reminder for the audience listening, we each take a week where we will find a phrase from either a TV show, a song, or a movie, and we will say the phrase or line out loud, monotone as possible, and everyone uh, sorry the two other people will have to go head to head guessing where the line is from and who said it bonus point was what for finishing the oh but yeah that's also it. lyrics too we're doing lyrics too did you mention yeah that? yeah, yeah. so song, song lyrics tv or series or movie yeah lines from movies you get a point if you can name where it is from and you get a bonus point if you can finish the phrase Okay. This you... week is me and Stevie head to head with Elle giving us the phrase of the week. <laughs> okay. Are you ready? Yes. So, go ahead and get gone. Stevie. I actually. Beyonce. Yeah. Irreplaceable. <gasps> yes! How go did ahead you and get, get gone. Call up the chick and see if she's home. Oops, I bet you thought that I didn't know. What did you think I was putting you out for? I am shocked that you came. I am shocked. Stevie gave 
you get both of the points because you finished the thing as well. And you finished it. Go, Steve. Oh, oh my we've all got points now, haven't well, we? Well, that's two points each person. Yeah. I am yes. buzzing. I have to say, I am shocked because I didn't think it was that obvious from one line. Well, I was going to go with Gloria Gaynor. Go on now, go. Yeah, go, go. I'm so proud of myself. See, go, I, Steve. I, smashed it. I begin okay and then start I off strong. start off strong. I like most men strong. in relationships <laughs> and then end week yeah <laughs> oh that was amazing well done oh well thanks for listening in for another brilliant podcast oh, that was wanky if we do say so <laughs> <ourselves>. <laughs> well thanks for listening to another five star podcast <laughs> And on that note, don't forget to leave us a review. <laughs> oh, that's brought us to the end of this week's episode. Don't forget to give us a five-star review, as Stevie said. Uh, send any questions that you've got in to longstoryshortpodcast22 at gmail.com. Oh, just a little side note. We have got a very special announcement as a ways of communication coming up in the next couple <gasps> yes, of weeks. Yes, we do. But we'll tell you about that next week. Then you can also head over to our TikTok, see what we've been up to. It's Long Story Short Pod. Um, we'll be back next Tuesday. And don't forget, no story will ever be short. Bye. Bye. Bye.